Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Welcome to the Poisoner's Cabinet. I'm Sinead. And I'm Nick. And this is your weekly podcast exploring the lives of the great poisoners and macabre murders from across the centuries and creating curious cocktails inspired by the tales that we tell. And it's episode 61. What a number. It's a delightful number. It is. It's one after 60. Well done. Those maths lessons are paying off, I can tell. Exactly. We only go at one number at a time. And I feel overwhelmed. I'm not going to lie to you, Nick. (laughs) Absolutely. Next week, who knows what's going to happen. Indeed. How are you, Nick? I'm all right. Bumbling along. Can't complain. You're in in high spirits. I'm drunk. (laughs) I've got a drink. I'm fine. And it's my episode. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. All that happy death. We love it. We love the happy death. You're so, you're, you're so exuberant that you're moving around and the laptop is moving with you. Like, we don't know what's happening. Either that or there's a small earthquake. That was a small earthquake of joy <coughs> erupting from you. Yes. That sounds weird. It's, it, I know. Oh, oh, yeah, actually. Eruptions of joy. Ooh, that's our other perfume line. <laughs> Brilliant. I want it. <laughs> Panic and fascination and eruptions, eruptions of joy. I mean, my God, we're on to a thing. We're on to something here. That's it. There's no show now. That's it. God, We've peaked. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyone who wants to come up with the branding for eruptions of joy. We know that there are artists out there. There are beautiful, creative people. Why are you, you're staring off? You're really thinking about I know. This I'm really yeah, I'm thinking. What could that be? I like that. Could it be like a really, really good, like, fondant chocolate dessert yes let's go with that or lube <laughs> um it's one or the other i can that's, that's the, the only, only two, two possibilities that we have yes <laughs> well our dear listeners decide good uh, any poisonings this week on that note <laughs> i'm gonna go no you've <laughs> <laughs> been too busy patterning yeah absolutely i'm just queuing up at that patent office so no time for that murdering. Well, speaking of uh, the patent office and eruptions of joy, I think it's time for us to thank our Patreon subscribers. 
Thank you, Patreon subscribers. Thank you. You're delightful. You're delightful. We love you. Apart from those who haven't joined us this yes. week. No, no new subscribers this week. It's okay. We understand. Some people need a little time. small rabbit will die. <laughs> I mean, he's not kidding. He bought a rabbit specially. <laughs> he was going to pet it for all the new Patreon subscribers. But now it shall... It won't die, honestly. <laughs> if anything's going to turn people off from our program, it's like animal death. People death, no problem. We've established that. Well, this is true, actually, yes. But you know what? Thank Thank you to all of our fantastic Patreon subscribers. We thank all of our new Patreon subscribers every week, but there are the guys who have stuck with this right from the beginning on Patreon, and oh, it's been a wild roller coaster. So much mad. good content on there. Was good fun this week as well. Oh, that was a good story. I enjoyed that one. That was fun. It was an amazing story, one I'd never heard of, and guys, oh, that was a... Oh, oh, I was shocked the direction it went in. Well, Nick, are you ready? Mm. To drink cocktails and talk about poison. Ah, uh, well, I'm half tempted to give up on the cocktail malarkey after last week. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, if it's anything like last week, we will need to drink poison and talk about cocktails. I don't know how we can improve upon last week. I mean, who could? Who could come up with anything more insane and more harmful to the body than alcohol? <laughs> but we managed to find it. Yes, we did. Oh, yes, God. Oh, did. God. The less said about the Colonel Mustard in the just that, that incident <laughs> yes. in a glass. Please tell me there's no more of, of that. We're not having the leftovers. No, there's no more of that. Oh, good. Hooray, hooray. Well, as we've established, it is Nick's story this week. But we can't, we can't, we can't possibly have a story without a cocktail in hand. As you know, dear listeners, every week we pick a secret ingredient that is inspired by the tale that we tell. And it will flavour our cocktail of the week. Nick's pick. So, this week, the secret ingredient is... Well, after last week, after last week's let's just say disaster i thought we needed to bring ourselves back onto firmer territory so we are having rum rum standard it's actually an ingredient rum dark rum dark rum because let's stretch this out if we ever have rum again (laughs) fair enough good point good point yes dark Dark rum rum Rum! so no one will believe your story ah i love it okay dark rum oh this this feels reassuring i feel i feel happy i feel safe after what happened can you go wrong with it? Hopefully not. Well, I'm sure you can, but I'm hopefully... I mean, I must admit, dear Must Cloak, who commented on our Instagram post earlier mm. in the response to this, I was heartily tempted by his suggestion. Oh, God. What was he saying? Dark rum and mayonnaise. Yes, absolutely. The the, the creamy captain, I believe he named it. <laughs> and it has elicited many responses. Our condiment-based <laughs> beverages. But I managed oh, to I resist like that. that option. And we have gone for something slightly more traditional. Hooray, hooray, hooray. And thank you for everyone weighing in with with equal relief on the Instagram (laughs) post going, oh, thank the good Lord. Excited dark rum. You can't really go wrong with a dark rum cocktail. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Well, with dark rum as your ingredient, what on earth of the many, many, many beautiful things that are out there, what have you come up with, Nick? Well, this week, as you say, there are many, many, many lovely things out there. But Mm. we are going for a Jamaican breeze. A Jamaican breeze? Sounds most tropical. It does, and I don't think I know that one. Mm. I don't. I don't think I do. As in, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can never just say no. I don't know. I have to go. No, I think I heard. I read it once. Way I read back it in when. stories. I read a bit of it. Yes. No. I don't. I've never read the Jamaican breeze. Oh, Jamaican breeze. Oh, it sounds tropical. Indeed. It sounds lovely. Very exciting. Nick has, as ever in these dark times, delivered me a bottle of secret ingredients. So I think it's time for us to go to our isolation kitchens and shake up a storm. So we'll see you in a minute. We'll see you in a bit. 
And we're back. Hello. So, Nick, a Jamaican mm-hmm. breeze. Jamaican breeze. It looks lovely. It feels tropical. I'm excited. Mm. I know there's rum in it. Yes, yes, there is most certainly, definitely rum. And I'm going to say, it, it's not quite, but it's on the brown scale. It is, it is, yes, it is certainly. You're absolutely right. It does have a brown hue. For people listening to this for the first time, we haven't lost our minds. <laughs> it's the brown drinks always work. It is true. They may not look the most beautiful. But the brown drinks work. This is kind of orange yeah. brown, very kind of burnished amber. Let's call I it that. I think we should sort of create a scale. So we know yellow <gasps> drinks definitely don't work. Death. Death. Brown drinks generally, on the whole, do work. Yeah. Clear drinks are a bit in the middle. Green drinks are obviously excellent. G- uh, green drinks are excellent. <laughs> oh, oh, creme de menthe. Okay, we're going down that route. Are we, Nick? <laughs> Blue... Hmm. Blue can work very nicely. Blue, yes, indeed. Red, red tends to work. Red well, is... red, I mean, I've got a lovely Negroni on the go. That's got a oh, ready yeah. hue. So. What haven't we done? Purple? Oh, no, we've had the violet with the aviation. The That's violet, got a bit of there we go. Hue to it. What other colours? I'm sure there's another colour. With, with... Are, there, are there more colours in the world? <laughs> no, surely not. Well, there's, there's black, but you're not a fan of the Guinness. This is true. You know what? I very nearly... Okay, again, again, rather off topic. I very, very, very <laughs> right. nearly did um, a drink with charcoal. Ah, yes. Because you can buy activated charcoal, which is food grade, and oh. just makes everything in the world black. And I gave you, a, I gave you, charcoal, you gave was, charcoal was, was an option, possible one. secret ingredient and could be in the future. So I was looking into it, but then apparently it leaves a very, very grainy t- texture in the mouth. So I thought, no, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want a grainy cocktail. But if you've never tried anything with activated charcoal in it, because I've had smoothies with activated charcoal and, and, and the odd latte, uh, they were fine. I haven't ordered them again because I'm also like, what was the point of that? <laughs> it's, a, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. Well, it's, well it's going to be good for you in cleansing. In the, it's meant to be cleansing. No, it isn't. No, it is. It's bollocks. Well, it's nutribollocks. It, <laughs> <laughs> it is just drink this charcoal. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> what else can we have them to drink? So black, black we should return to. Black, well, black. Let's drink this. <laughs> Everyone's just been sitting there going, drink the fucking drink. <laughs> Shut up about colours. <laughs> oh, we are five, aren't we? Jamaican breeze. I'm excited. I wonder yep. if it's related to the sea breeze. Hmm. But I'm not allowed to ask what's in it. We have to dive in and have a little taste. So let's do it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hmm. It's all right. It's not unpleasant. It's not unpleasant. It's not blow your mind amazing. It's not whelming. No. It's a little... Un- I'm slightly disappointed. I, I'm slightly underwhelmed by that. Yeah. I'm disappointed in my choice of rum-based cocktail. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a second sip. It's perfectly tasty. Oh, it's perfectly fine. And it's quite drinkable. But it's not wowing me. Yeah, I'm getting ginger. I know yes. that ginger, fresh ginger, is an ingredient of this. Obviously, Nick delivers me secret ingredients, but there's bits that he can't do for me. So I know I've done... I put quite a lot of fresh ginger in the bottom of yep. a shaker muddled that up and I put quite a bit of ginger in there because I like ginger <laughs> and then added the ingredients the rest of it there's definitely a sweetness there yep which is interesting sweet yeah I think you need to talk us through it okay so yeah so we have dark rum yeah. um, we have pineapple oh. pineapple juice okay and we have sugar syrup and we have angostura bitters oh nice all that yeah as Sinead said muddled over fresh ginger so chunk of fresh ginger Give it a good smashing and then shaken with lots of ice and into a rocks glass. There is too much sugar for my 
Definitely. Mine, the recipe I've got there is far too much sugar going on in there. Definitely. I, it's meh, 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 It's meh. not really our cup of tea, is it? It's. I'm annoyed. Oh, no. Not another disappointment. The, the, I wouldn't not drink this. I'm definitely going to drink it. No, I'll drink it. it. It's a little bit... It's not... It seems cruel to say, but it's not terribly sophisticated, probably because of the mm, amount of sugar in there. Too much sugar. I'm not really getting the pineapple. And I love pineapple. No, neither am I. I love a pineapple cocktail. I'm thinking... I might make this again, yeah. but just with no sugar at all. You know what I do? Definitely chuck out the sugar syrup because too sweet. Pineapple, yep. but I'd stick in some lime juice. That's mm, what I feel I'm missing. Well, yeah, I, so I've got a lime, a lime on the side. And I have because I have a wheel of lime, so I have squidged it in there. I'm really tempted to go and get some lime and put it in there. Maybe I'm thinking of like Jamaican mules. Most rum drinks that I've had in the past, like dark rum, have got a good old squeeze of lime in there. Should have made a daiquiri. Oh, Should have made a daiquiri. God, you could have made a daiquiri. No, but daiquiri's white rum. But I could have used white rum. No, no, no. We save the white rum. Nick, we, we pledge it here. <laughs> if we ever have rum again, it's going to be white rum and we're going to make daiquiris. Okay. Okay. I'm actually literally going to go and get some lime juice. You go. You go and make it better. So, guys, I have actually run downstairs. I've got half a lime here. I'm going to squeeze it in. I'm going to squeeze it in. Give it a good squeeze. Okay, see if that makes any difference. That does make it better because it brings Mm. out the sharpness of the ginger. If only we hadn't had the sugar syrup in there. Boo, I say. Well, some people are going to love it. This is true. Unlike the Colonel Mustard last week where no one will like that. Yes, that is absolutely true. It's it's an improvement on last week. We're on the way back up again, folks. On the way back up. It's a long drink. It's over rice. Yes, it's over rice. Nice and long. Sippable, quaffable. Not overly strong either. It, It is probably one of those good sort of sitting on a beach yeah having a drink over a half an hour sort of things whereas the, generally the cocktails we make are quite short and sharp yeah. this is a this is a longer drink that's a very so good point different if you're on the beach you might just be sunbathing for too long you're a bit dehydrated you're not eating enough snacks you need a little sugar in your drinks and also you're gonna mm. have nine of them if you ordered just daiquiris all day under the sun lounger yeah within 10 minutes it'd be great <laughs> <laughs> give this one a go guys we'd be really interested in this one to know if you like it or not what are your palates dear listeners do you like the slightly sweeter drink something with a little bit more sugar syrup in it are you all over that shiz or are you like no i want sour i want it to hurt tell us what you think of <laughs> this one it is it is perfectly drinkable we were just expecting something sharp and pointy well with our jamaican breezes yeah they're in hand we're okay with it <laughs> is it time for a story nick oh yes yeah uh, certainly it is certainly it is my husband ordered a pizza in for him i didn't want any but he did order sides so i stole some and now i have a little plate of sides next to me for the story yay <laughs> oh i'm excited what more could you are the nice long drinks and snacks sitting down be told a story i could be on a beach in jamaica it would be weird <laughs> i don't think there's anyone who comes by and goes drinks cocktail thank you so much snacks thank you hello would you like a story about murder for today would i ever <laughs> oh it'd be a great holiday perhaps it's also missing in oh, we should start our own travel company eruptions of joy <laughs> express <laughs> hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So today we have the story of Lewis Hutchinson, known to some as the Mad Doctor. Oh, okay. And to others as the Mad Master of Edinburgh Castle. <laughs> Either way, I think we can be fairly certain he was indeed mad. <laughs> um, that seems to be a predominating theme going on here. Yes, that was very much on the top of his CV. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So with such lofty titles as the Mad Doctor and the Mad Master of Edinburgh Castle, Yay. I'm sure you know full well where we are going this week. How are we off to Scotland? No, we're not there either. You have what? fallen into my cunning trap. <laughs> what? We are, of course, with our Jamaican breezes, heading to Jamaica. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't see that coming at all. Sorry. No, you didn't, did you? <laughs> no. Oh, you fooled me. Oh, come I on. You. I was like, oh, I was already the master of Edinburgh Castle. Windswept. Ah, oh, he comes in, he creeps around the castle. Now we're in a lovely beach in Jamaica. That's not murdery. Or is it? Well, we haven't done Jamaica yet, but as as you say, you think sun, sea, palm trees, tropical paradises, lovely drinks, and all that rum, yes. of course. This does sound like the back of a trashy novel. Sun, sea, palm trees, all that rum. The perfect recipe for murder. <laughs> I love Jamaica. I've been there. It is amazing. But we are not going to that Jamaica. Oh, for God's sake. Where are we, we going? Well, we are going to Jamaica. Of the 1760s. Oh, okay, that's less good. Yes, slavery, mm. plantations, mm. all-round general unpleasantness. Very few tiki-based drinks going on on the beaches. Oh, there's not in the brochure. So, I mean, as we know, at this time, Jamaica is a British colony and had been for the previous 100 years since the, the English had taken it from Spain. And in the mid-1700s, the Jamaican economy is booming on the production of sugarcane. Sugar! To supply the ever-expanding British Empire 
and their demand for sweet treats. That's all they wanted. That's the entire British Empire was based on sugar for their tea. So plantations were popping up across the island to cater for this demand. And ambitious and adventurous Europeans were making the voyage to the Caribbean to make their fortunes. One of these men was Scotsman Lewis Hutchinson. So he was Scottish. He was Scottish. Good. Okay, we've narrowed the gap there. <laughs> Lewis was born in 1733. Now, some records claim that he did have some sort of medical training, hence the mad doctor bit. <laughs> Others say that there is no evidence for that whatsoever, and he just liked to pretend to be fancy. Did he invent activated charcoal? I think charcoal may have been around a bit longer. Yes, but not eating and drinking it for the health benefits. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask him. Yeah, we'll there we go. Out. He just very much doctor in inverted commas. <laughs> but whatever his background, he must have had a bit of money behind him because it says that in the 1760s he sets off to Jamaica where he is able to get his hands on a small rundown estate named Edinburgh Castle. Oh, What? That's a coincidence. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously the name had appealed to his sense of patriotism. So this, this estate is on the south side of the island near St Anne's Bay. It had originally been built in the 1700s by a Scottish architect. And that's where the name had come from. The, who, the chap who built it originally named it Edinburgh Castle after his homeland. Fair enough. And probably just so happens that it was on the market when Lewis Hutchinson arrived 60 years later. Mm -hmm. Now, the main house itself is not overly similar to the real Edinburgh Castle. Surely not. It's a small, square, two-storey building that sits on a small hill. But it's got two squat round towers on opposite corners of the building. Okay. It's not an overly impressive site, but it's the towers that give it its sort of castliness. Is it not a very good design? Well, I thought, I'm sure it was perfectly adequate for what it was needed for. Does it just look like a bungalow and then two huge turrets on either side? Yeah, two-storey, square <laughs> building, and on diagonally opposite corners mm. are two round towers. Fair enough. Go for it, mate. So go for it, absolutely. Yeah, That's yeah. what they thought. That's what I'm going to design. <laughs> he was like, it's a castle, people. It's a castle. It's a castle. He's insane. He's never seen a castle. <laughs> now, so land on this part of the island is sparsely populated. The, the soil is not particularly fertile. And the sugarcane that is sprouting up everywhere else refuses to grow at Edinburgh Castle. So it was decided that the land should be used for livestock. And the estate is to become a cattle ranch. I mean, people still need meat and dairy they and do. other cow related things so there is still a good living to be made <laughs> what are you giggling at <laughs> other cow related things yeah absolutely just cowbells the stuff you get from cows no i know i believe you i believe you it's just there's a very mixture of cultures here you've got edinburgh castle there's a cattle ranch in the middle of jamaica they don't know what outfit to wear each day <laughs> it gets very confusing it's kilts and stetsons till they die so he thinks cows i can make a decent living out of cows but lewis has one teeny tiny problem he does not have any cows ah that is a problem on a cattle ranch yes it seems that he has spent pretty much all his funds um on the trip out there and buying the property and preparing it to be a cattle ranch and he had neglected to put any money aside to actually get any cattle <laughs> Not the best planning, it has to be said. No. But, I mean, obviously, he's not going to stop a small problem like that standing in his way. Tiny, insignificant little problem. Tiny. He is going to make his fortune now. Where do I get some cows on the Jeep? Dressing up people. Well, stealing cows doesn't cost much money. It doesn't. 
famously. You can get great things for free if you steal them. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. So, slowly but surely, Lewis starts stealing cattle from neighbouring estates. Should an animal cross into his land, it was quickly absorbed into his growing herd. <laughs> what do you say it's a growing so, herd? No, it's definitely one of ours. You have three cows. I can tell which one's mine. No, 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 no. No, it's all mine. He just does like the cup trick and mixes them up going, you can't tell which one's which now. <laughs> they're on my land, therefore they're mine. Do you have a flag? <laughs> now, when the neighbouring estate owners come to try and retrieve their stolen property, they are quickly assured that he has absolutely no intention of returning the animals. As I said, they are on his land, they are now his property. Fair enough. Um, and if these people dare trespass on his land again, there is going to be hell to pay. And he would physically attack the men who came with his cane, with wow. his walking cane, to beat them off his off his property. Okay. Really likes cows. Or doesn't like other people having cows that he hasn't got. <laughs> yeah. So over the coming months, Lewis gained a fearsome reputation for being an absolute maniac. He takes to camping out on the top of one of his towers. The low hill and the tower give him an excellent vantage point where he can see for miles all around and he can Ooh. easily spot any official looking chap making his way to the house. A few warning shots with his rifle soon stopped many visitors from calling. That's quite extraordinary. Isn't it? Oh yes, absolutely. But I think if you're going to steal things, then you may as well commit to it fully. And he does. And he most certainly <laughs> does. Now, as I said earlier, that this part of the island is not a well-populated place, but the Edinburgh Castle Estate does run very close to the main roadway that runs from St Anne's Bay in the south on the coast to the interior of the island. And it wasn't that uncommon to see a traveller making his way back and forth along these along this track now of course from his vantage point atop his tower lewis can see them all coming miles off he would also probably know if a boat had recently arrived and could probably spot a a newcomer to the island rather than a seasoned traveler that had lots of bags with them or all their possessions in a tiny sack or something oh you mean like a handkerchief a handkerchief on a stick they're here to make their fortune they're just fresh off the boat oh wide-eyed wide-eyed and going ooh. I'm going to make my millions. <laughs> I think a lot of cr- crooks can see that sort of thing. <laughs> I'm here to make my fortune. They come with me, Sonny. Now, it is quite a long trek from the coast to the interior of the island. Sometimes the weather would turn and an unsuspecting traveller would find themselves caught up in a tropical storm. What would they do but try and find shelter at the nearest possible place? And that house on the hill doesn't seem too far away. No, no, never trust a spooky house on a hill. Yeah, well, they were not to know the reputation of the mad master of Edinburgh Castle. More often than not, the last thing these poor hopeful travellers heard was the crack of a rifle. Um, Was that lightning, they may have thought, a second before a bullet went through their brain. Oh, oh, very nice timing there. Oh, you loved that, didn't you? I was right. This guy, oh, I'm good. I'm so good. And who is going to really miss these unknown travellers? They've come to make their fortune, the fools. Not likely that they're expected. This is in a time before an email, so you can't go, oh, Bob didn't arrive on the three o'clock boat this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows where they are? Over the coming months, the number of travellers disappearing without a trace begins to mount in number and suspicions begin to run rampant all over the island really so we know they were on the boat we saw them get off the boat where the fuck are they they didn't get on another boat (laughs) they're here somewhere they've got to be somewhere on the island where are they they've got to be somewhere on the island but no one dare accuse lewis despite his reputation scary tower house he's scary tower man no one is going to go and bother him lewis's slaves had their own tale of 
violence and mistreatment at his hand. And I mean, that says something, even if amongst slave owners, he is known to be an especially vicious chap. Yeah. That does say something to his that character. It really does say something of all of the psychopaths out there going, oh, he's really horrible he's to his really, slaves. Yeah. Oh God, I shudder to think. A few versions of his story are published um, in later years. One saying that amongst evildoers mentioned in Jamaica history, Lewis Hutchinson of Edinburgh Castle holds a high place. While many may not have heard of Hutchinson's infamous crimes today, back then he was feared by the whole island. Really? Another went further, claiming Lewis Hutchinson to be the most detestable and abandoned villain that ever disgraced the human species. Wow. Okay. Now that's quite damning, yeah. really. <laughs> what the fuck did he do in Scotland? You are the worst person who ever, ever lived. You are the worst person I have ever met. Now, what did he yeah. do in Scotland? <laughs> he had to leave and go, Jamaica will just be my playground now. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? God, he must have... Is yeah. it, it is, it is... Leave the entire continent. <laughs> Perhaps he thought, well, this is somewhere I can go and be my truly evil mad self. <sighs> I need some time for me to be me. I need to let the inner psychopath out. <laughs> I need some self-care and some harm to everyone else. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so his reputation for evildoing becomes quite common knowledge and is so widespread that no one wants to go near him if they could possibly avoid it. And they will trek for days to avoid going past wow. his his property. It was known that the estate's slaves were instructed that as soon as they heard a shot they were to venture out to find their master's latest victim. Oh my god. It was assumed that he would have killed someone passing by on the road and it was their job to go and find out and retrieve that body so it wasn't discovered by anyone else. Sometimes the body was dead, sometimes they were still alive. Not for long. (gasps) Even the officials who were empowered to serve him with an arrest warrant were so afraid that they wouldn't dare go near the castle to try and serve it. They just let him be wow so th- so he's just on his tower shooting anyone who even comes within sights of him for no reason Pretty for much. no reason he's shooting mm. he's beating anyone who comes and dares to come near him with summons or saying did you steal my cow um, and did you shoot my friend did you shoot my friend have you, no. have you shot everyone who's come by here are getting shot themselves or beaten to death or beaten severely so he's just crazy absolutely so he's just on top of his tower naked waving his claymore and just shouting scottish slurs at people who come by and everyone probably rightly goes we should avoid him massively we should go the other we way should go the other the way. other way is to go all the way around the island We'll go that He's way. wearing a kilt, but on his head. <laughs> a priest on the island later writes an account about the mad master. And I'm going to read you an <laughs> excerpt from that. And it's, um, yes, well, we'll see what you okay. think. No traveller who attempted to pass that place, however poor or wretched he might be, ever escaped the confines of the owner's narrow territory. The needy wanderer would sometimes call for refreshment at the only habitation, which for many miles had cheered his weary eye, but it was the last he was destined ever to behold the wealthy passenger was alike the mark and the victim of his unerring aim he goes on to say a thick set hedge of logwood had also been prepared by the side of the road at a short distance from the house so that while he could detain in conversation anyone who might pass and his slaves from behind the fence could leisurely take aim at the devoted victim. What? So he's got the servants lined up to kill he's people? He's got the servants. Yeah, absolutely. He's got the servants involved, probably knowing that they're in for worse if they don't do what they're oh, told. Yeah, they've got they're to be they're part in of for this. a hell of a lot worse. So he struts out, 
nude, yep. but for the kilt, and then just hello, and the person stops because you would. Having a casual chat. And then get shot in the face by his slaves. Oh my God. That, wow. The first part of that... <laughs> People who ask for refreshment. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry that there was a tiny... I know. That is one of the words that, I, that, that sent shivers down my spine. Oh, don't. I don't know why. It's irrational people. I can't hear that word without going... Oh, you find horrible. it desperately arousing? No, I find it really kind of twee. <laughs> and in, uh, refreshments. Oh, God, it's, I hate yeah. it. It is very summer fate, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah, very it's... church fate, the refreshment tent. Please come inside for some refreshments and, and murder. <laughs> I'm no, going to say that next time you come around. Yeah. You will, yeah. But him saying, like, people who called and asked for refreshments, there was a tiny bit of me that was like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Come around here asking for lemonade. They deserve to be shot in the face. <laughs> I know. Anyone comes to my door and asks me for shit, I'm like, oh, I wish I could kill you. <laughs> no, you don't. You invite them to cook a roast. No, I don't. Oh, please come in here. It's fine. <laughs> I'm annoyed about it. I'm I'm an Irish Catholic. Yeah. I'm furious inside. But coming on the door going, can I have a cup of water? Get out! <laughs> but I've walked 40 miles from the port and I've got another 40 miles to go. Can I have some water, please? No, you bastard that would be you though nick <laughs> this is true you would just very slowly close the door in their face with a glass of water <laughs> that's mean but it's true the reverend continues in his recounting of the mad master to enjoy the gory spectacle he first dissevered the <gasps> ghastly head from the palpitating body. Ugh. His most pleasing occupation was to wet his streaming knife. The gloomy temper of his soul was sated only by a copious flow of blood. And when he could no longer gaze upon the decaying countenance, he placed it high in the air, in the hollow trunk of a cotton tree, where vultures might complete the horrid deed. The mangled carcass was thrown down one of those deep and hollow drains which are peculiar to mountainous countries of volcanic origin, and whose mouths descending perpendicularly... <laughs> Conduct the torrents which periodically fall to the level of the ocean. Bloody hell. Well, indeed. I mean, this this sinkhole became known as Hutchinson's Hole. <laughs> that is... Oh, there's so many things there. <laughs> there's so many things. I mean, I think this priest had a lot of time on his hands because yes. he really went to town in this description. On one hand, it's also... Oh, back then, people had a way with words far greater than they we did. did. They truly rather did. Rather than the Netflix shit that we watch about murders. He killed them and <laughs> stabbed them in the face and that was it. No, <laughs> I, I do like he first dissevered the ghastly head from the palpitating body that's a good turn of phrase beautifully horrible image sorry we should have shouted trigger warning there but yeah yes this priest had a lot of time on their hands yeah, indeed. those bibles get very boring sometimes you've got to liven it up also that his fixation on hutchinson's hole we should just skim over that god what is wrong with the man so he cuts the head off then hoists the body up into the trees to look at for a bit and then sends them down a sinkhole into the ocean i mean it's efficient but ugh. i'm I, i'm not sure how much of a, with a pinch of salt we need to take some of this priest's oh. ac account certainly some things on it are verified later the sinkhole is indeed that was a real yeah. thing that was there cool. 
part of the yeah the natural formation of the, yes. the land it was on and also it was reported that he did indeed stuff people into trees but there's no other reports of being decapitated or anything like that i think i think that's the one small bit that doesn't matter actually well this <laughs> is true stuffing people into trees and dropping them down <laughs> sinkholes into the ocean stuff like yeah. that whether they have their heads or not is kind of an incidental thing but why is he putting them up tre- just to look at them well so the, yeah the birds the will the birds will feast on them um oh. when they're up there and he can watch and when they're so decayed and rotten then they the slaves take them out of the tree chuck them down the hole how'd the priest fucking know all of this as i said he's had a lot of time with his hands so probably whispers and hearsay around the island it's a chinese whispers thing so oh yeah he hit someone on the head Mm. once three people later oh he cut his head off with a knife (laughs) you never know okay well well that's a lot to unpack (laughs) now all these carryings on as i say are an open secret really on the island but still he remains free not even a brutal and unprovoked attack on his unarmed neighbour, the well-liked and well-loved Dr. Hutton doesn't change anything. The attack mm. left leaves Dr. Hutton with a silver plate in his head for the rest <gasps> of his life, but people dare not do anything to try and bring Lewis Hutchinson to justice. It does sound like he was just annoyed because he had a slightly similar name to him <laughs> and was probably a real doctor. Yes, I think absolutely. He was certainly a real doctor. and But yeah, obviously beat him so violently on his on the head that he had to have a well, silver yeah, plate, a plate put in to cover his brain up. Yes, that's what it's for. It takes one young man, an English soldier named John Callender, to finally stand up to the mad master. <gasps> He's a greatest hero. Callender was part of the island garrison and of course knows of the man's reputation Uh, but he decides enough is enough people cannot live in fear every time they want to walk down the street Um, they can't live in fear that a sniper is going to take them out um, when they want to walk to the harbour john calendar takes it upon himself to bring hutchinson to justice and he rides out to edinburgh castle i can picture him i can picture him now (laughs) young john calendar great name by the way i shall i shall make my name this is certain promotion if i do this this is uh, this is gonna sort me out <laughs> and there's a little bit of me that wants him to get up on that horse ride out i shall conquer this man shot in the head within two meters <laughs> he was all talk as calendar approaches okay lewis takes aim with his rifle and fires okay the horse rears and the young man falls to the ground dead <laughs> Was I completely spot on then? You were completely spot on. His his dreams of glory and bringing this man to justice taken out in one shot. Oh, I'm sorry for spoiling that, but yeah, he had it coming. <laughs> John Calendar. I know the day. <laughs> now, suddenly from along the road, Hutchinson spots another group of men running to the aid of this fallen fallen man he hadn't seen this group approaching from the other direction he had been so focused on his prey but now there are witnesses this is this has not happened before he had always killed lone travelers so it was rumor and gossip it was it was all rumor and gossip that that people had gone missing interesting now there are witnesses who who saw this man die from a bullet wound Mm. outside edinburgh castle estate there is no time to retrieve the body and throw it into hutchinson's hall he's been disposing of the bodies and leaving no evidence there's no time for any of that what's more this man was a soldier this is the king's man Mm. and the garrison officers do not take kindly to the murder of one of their men these men are to die when the army says they are to die um not at the hands of a crazy (laughs) scotsman 
Hutchinson realises his error. There is no getting out of this one. The whole army is soon going to be at his gate and he cannot snipe them all. Guns are somewhat limited back then. Yes, indeed. (laughs) He decides to make a run for it and he flees south to Old Harbour where he is able to find a boat off the island. Mm -hmm. However, now the entire English armed forces are under orders to find this man. The garrison has sent word to the Royal Navy and they have stationed warships outside the harbour to search any vessel trying to leave for this man. The garrison has sent word to the Royal Navy that Hutchinson would likely try and find his way off the island and a warship commanded by Admiral Rodney was keeping watch and searching ships leaving the island. Hutchinson's boat was intercepted but increasingly desperate he leaps overboard and tries to swim back to shore. (sighs) Fair enough. But his violent, bright red hair make him incredibly easy to spot in the water and he does not get far (laughs) before the rowboats go out and pick him up and drag him onto onto the ship. But also, if it's a man swimming in the water, it's him. Yes, it's him. Someone (laughs) there, get him. What beautiful hair he has. Also, get him. (laughs) Legal proceedings against the Madmaster start very swiftly and soon all sorts of tales of devilry and debauchery begin to come out of the woodwork. (laughs) The priest is there writing them all down really quickly. And they're all saying, yeah, that's lovely, but could we stick to the case in hand, please? (laughs) (laughs) Let's stick to what we know. Yes, could we not read from your series of erotic novels about this guy? (laughs) (laughs) Now, with their master behind Bard, Hutchinson's slaves quickly start to talk about what they had witnessed what they had been through and what they had been forced to participate in they show the authorities the sinkhole that they had been instructed to dump these bodies into they also reveal a stash of 43 watches each inscribed with a different name many names match those who had previously been reported missing on the island but a good number are completely unknown and most likely were were the young men who had come to build a better life for themselves and who were shot down within hours of their arrival with probably no one even knowing that they were here so sad i mean death in general let's take it as red is sad and murder is horrible but just if you're young and you're nobody and you've you've arrived on this island for a new start and then that's it. You'd gone by that's a it. madman who just decided to take pot shots at people. Just for fun. There's Ugh. no financial gain in any no. of this. None of these are rich people that he's robbing or anything like that. No. It's purely for sport. Really. Oh, the humanity. Despite the excellent recollection and helpfulness of the witnesses, the, his former slaves, in the Ives of the court they are still slaves and they are judged unfit to give evidence um, against Hutchinson well it is believed that either they would show loyalty to their former master and lie for him or they would hold such anger towards him that they would say anything to punish him Mm. either way they they would be biased but then just apply bias to freaking everyone then i know well no it's a absolutely time and everything but it's, it's a very thinly veiled way of going hmm oh, natives yes they can't be trusted yeah. jesus christ no. so despite mounting evidence that hutchinson is responsible for over 40 murders he is put on the trial for just one that of the soldier john calendar okay. throughout the trial he declares himself not guilty it is all a plot against him again it is the english plot against him of course but him being a scotsman the english are all bastards yep. and they're out to get him he is defended by one of the island's most esteemed lawyers it is no good yeah he is tried 
found guilty and condemned to death by hanging in the Spanish town square. Good. Yes. <laughs> Before his execution, Hutchinson leaves funds for his memorial, for his tombstone, <laughs> and money to inscribe his two-line epitaph that he has specified. Okay. This is to be erected in his memory at Edinburgh Castle. The epitaph reads, Their sentence, pride and malice I defy. Despise their power and like a Roman die okay his last wishes are suitably ignored <laughs> um, and he is buried in an unmarked grave in the corner of the prison yard yeah. the ruins of edinburgh castle still stand today really and it is listed as a site of historic interest Ooh. but locals stay far far away from the place as the ghosts <sighs> of the mad master's victims still haunt the ruins at night the story of the mad master of Edinburgh Castle, Jamaica's first serial killer. Da, da, da. Yay! Oh, good story. And so there nice we go. to take a trip to Jamaica. Somewhere new. Somewhere, somewhere new. new. Jamaica, beautiful, beautiful island. Oh, I wish I could go back there. You have been. I have not been. Oh, I'm God, it's so good. It's so nice. And so reasonable and so lovely. Just, just Oh, it's just lovely. People, go, go there before it is literally taken over by resorts. <laughs> I feel I would not cope well with the heat. It's humid. Humid heat is the worst. No, so. but there's also pools and a lot of rum and a lot of cocktails. <laughs> rum you, can forgive you, you trust me, things. you cope because you've got air conditioning, you've got the sea, and then people just come around and go, mojito. And then you're like, yay, okay, I'll just have this and then sit in this pool and it's wonderful. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm digressing. Maybe one day. But Jesus Christ with this guy. Oh God, yeah, absolute, Whoa. complete nutter. Yeah. Complete nutter. But just the idea that he's a Roman, that sort of figures into the mythology around him, isn't it? That he yeah, is absolutely. some Roman leader. He thinks he is lord of this isle. I mean, historically, the Scots have been persecuted by the English for some time back home. As has everyone. As, As has, has everyone. everyone. <laughs> it's not just the Scots. I mean, the entire world. <laughs> We're equal opportunity <laughs> bastards. <and so. laughs> but then I suppose if he's come over to, to Jamaica, which is in British rule, but thinks he's got his little piece of land, he's got some money. And if you become from somewhere that's so persecuted that he suddenly thinks in this psychopathic pathic twisted way i'm going to show people a thing or two i'm going to control the land i'm literally going to be lord of the manor it's the egotism of anyone no no oh, better than absolutely. any of the colonialists who come over and go well i shall lord over all these people but just what just settle down mate just enjoy the sugar cane just just enjoy the few cattle yeah. that you've stolen okay fair enough you're a cattle rustler this is a bit weird but don't just take pot shots of people coming off the boat. What is wrong with you? A lot of the things I read is like they they no one can find any reason behind behind any of it other than he enjoyed yeah. it and it was entertainment and yeah. sport. As with all, I'd say good but famous serial killers, just thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, do we think any of this is folklore? I, I, I certainly think the what the, the priest had written about the, the cutting <laughs> off the head and all that sort of stuff. I imagine that, yes, very much is, yeah, hyperbole and has been exaggerated yeah. over time. The rest of it, I no, I think it probably more than likely there are numerous accounts his the actual trial records are, st are still still okay. exist so they, those oh, records wow. are okay. still there nice. so yes so the things that he was accused of absolutely as i say the thing the details the cutting of the heads and that sort of stuff may has been embellished i only bring it up because um 
you know, <laughs> not the same sort of case. But on Patreon recently, when we did Sawney Bean, we did talk about that, and other people um, chimed in about there was the propaganda from the English about Scots people, True, yeah. about portraying the Scottish as the worst kind of barbarians, absolutely horrific killers and murderers, and they were no better than savages, no matter where they were. That was that was quite a bit before this. Was in the homelands as well. So I suppose this is, yeah, yeah, that's a very, very different case. Yes, there's still prejudice against the Scots. Also, at this time, we're, we're talking, it's no longer english it's british so we've got oh, yeah, of course. unification so it's yeah but the scots didn't quite like that <laughs> oh no ab- absolutely but it's it's they're not two independent countries no. like they were back when it was sawney bean then you have got two pretty much two separate nations that's fair so it's just to, to quell that kind of idea that you know yeah it could be propaganda from the english but no there's trial records god the guy was a psychopath but i do love that priest <laughs> Oh no, the priest is great. I wish I had more of his writing. So it's like, oh my god, you're awesome, mate. All this stuff. The turn of phrase of doing it. He's so bored. It's been so lovely on the beach all day, and he's out like, oh, it's wonderful. I'm bringing Christianity. They they don't quite like it. They just want me to leave them alone. But then, oh god, something to write about. Priests always. They've got the hellfire and damnation as their inspiration. Well, that is absolutely yeah, indeed. Oh. And he went for it, man. He truly did. What a story, people. Lovely to go to Jamaica. Lovely to deal with a proper bona fide tower screaming psychopath. <laughs> it's not often you get a madman in a castle, no, is it? No, we haven't had this. Is the, I think this might be the first madman in a castle. Well, the thing is, I'm still reserving castle. I'm still reserving castle because this did feel like I can't not get out of my head the idea of a bungalow with two massive towers either side. <laughs> I think you're not far wrong. The actually, original yeah. architect had basically seen a chessboard and didn't understand houses. <laughs> Very modest, nice 1970s style and then just towers um but he was on top of them naked and screaming and shooting people living his best life who wouldn't do that hopefully none of us uh what do you think people what do you think of this story do you know the story do you know the legends have you been to jamaica a lot of our listeners over in America will have had the benefit of being able to go to Jamaica much closer. Wonderful, wonderful place to visit. Have you heard the story? Have you heard the legends? Have you been? And have mm. you seen the ghosts? Or heard yes. Have of you the ghost seen tales? Hutchinson's Hole? Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Mm. <laughs> Hutchinson's Hole. It all disappeared there. Really? Really? Yep. You couldn't think of anything else? Nothing else? No, Hutchinson's Hole. That's what we're going with. Well, no. you know, if you've seen Hutchinson's Hole, uh, this story exclusively, please don't tell us about your dating history. Um, <laughs> then do let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? If you if you do know the stories and the ghost stories around it, um, I don't think Emma and Dan have covered it on our Darling Friends Real Life Ghost Stories. Send it into <laughs> them. Yeah, that's one for you guys to cover. Tell us your theories, though. Will you try the Jamaican breeze? Well, indeed. So the recipe will be out on Friday, as always. Now, I would give it a go. Give it a go. Say some of you may prefer it without the sugar. Let us know what you think. It is much more of a, a long, casual, afternoon-y type mm, of drink yeah. rather than an evening-y sharp cocktail drink. 
So let us know. I like the idea of the evening shop cocktail is basically we need to have something to wake us up. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this is a Saturday afternoon in the garden it cocktail. Is. I might do, if I remember, we might do a poll. Are you, a, are you a sour or sweet kind of people? But tell us what you think. If you make a variation on it, please tell us about it. And whatever cocktail you make while listening to The Poisoner's Cabinet, share your pictures on Instagram predominantly. If you're on Facebook, if you're on Twitter, share them on there. We love to see people making their cocktails. We love to see the pictures. Share them and tag us in those photos. We want everyone to be celebrating over the weekend with the drinks that make them drunk. (laughs) But we do... Yeah, we can't argue with that. (laughs) And if you haven't already come and join us on Patreon, there's loads of extra content on Patreon, new episodes, new bonus content, outtakes, little tiny mini stories and all sorts of things to enjoy on the platform. So tell your friends that if you haven't already, feel free to message us if you have any questions about joining Patreon. Yes, do. And if you would like to design a perfume bottle, <laughs> any kind of merch that features the eruption of joy or panic and fascination, please send them in to us. We'd love to feature them yeah. on the grid. Thanks for listening, guys. We have been the people inside the Poisoner's Cabinet. We will see you next week. And remember, your loved ones are trying to kill you. Bye. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,